0: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So many great blues alumni in our town. And I'm so happy that Jamal Mayers has stayed in St. Louis and has a family here and is doing great things. Had a chance to see Jammer at the game the other night. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker with you. And Jamal Mayers joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line on 101 ESPN. Jammer, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Everything's great. We're excited about the results of game one. What do you expect for game two tonight?
1: Well, I think that uh, I always love starting on the road, first of all, and you you win one of those two and you you actually take over home ice advantage. And the pressure is squarely on Minnesota. So I expect to see uh, a huge pushback from, from the wild and, um right now i feel like the blues are playing with house money so if they're able to steal another one on the road uh it's not going to be easy uh but then they get to come home for two so uh, huge uh, opportunity for the blues uh, but i again i expect first of all i expect them to start talbot and i expect the Wild to uh give their best forward i don't you never want to go down 2 nothing, and uh, you're going to see their best game.
2: Jamal, we just got word minutes ago on Twitter that Marc-Andre Fleury is indeed starting Game 2 for the Wild. They're going to stick with Fleury. So what do you think about that call?
1: I'm surprised. Um, one of the reasons being is that uh, they lost the game, number one. Number two, I'm not putting it on Fleury, but he he is a goalie that um, kind of a throwback in a lot of sense. He likes to really challenge the shooter, and what that does, I feel like the Blues do a fantastic job of using the width of the ice. So although a lot of those opportunities were on rebounds, he over-challenges in a lot of instances, and it kind of feeds into how the Blues create offense and their ability to use the width of the ice, whether it's uh, five-on-five or on the power play. Uh, I think it's great. The Blues should be happy. They've uh, shown that they can beat Fleury. Uh, They've shown they can have success against him um and again i think david perron said it very well that uh getting the first goal on the road was huge because they were allowed to play on their toes and and it was the wild that had the press
0: jamal mayors with us on 101 espn and you mentioned david perron's name are there certain guys who just have a goalie's number because it sure seems like david has flurry's number
1: yeah i think so i think it's not only is it in uh, the goalie's head but it's as a shooter, you feel and and I have to go way back to my college days when I was actually scoring goals, but <laughs> I think you, actually, you you feel good about certain guys you feel good about certain buildings uh, and it's just uh, that confidence kind of permeates through yourself and you feel like okay this is this is a good setup good good matchup for whatever reason sometimes you can't put a finger on it um, but I'm sure Perry um, is feeling confident and maybe it's the French connection there and, uh, you know, his ability to create chances and opportunities, the way that Perry shoots the puck and, uh, and he's so opportunistic and such a smart player. Um, he's really, it, it's kind of odd that a guy would have such offensive numbers late in his career. But I think that a few reasons, the, the game and the rules have trended in his favor because he's such a skilled player and he, he uses the, the width of the ice so well and, and complements his line mates and, and they read off each other so well that they're able to kind of know where each other are all over the ice.
2: Speaking of confidence and goaltending, let's talk about Husso. 37 saves, shutout in his postseason debut for the Blues. We knew that Husso had been strong for the note throughout the season, but the playoffs are a different animal, and we didn't know what he would look like, and he certainly answered the bell. What did you think of what we saw out of Husso in Game 1, and what does that do for a rookie's confidence after having a performance like that in your debut? Yeah,
1: great point for you. Uh, it's massive for his confidence, and it's I'll be honest with you, the veterans on that team, I can assure you when they were out to dinner and many the night before the game, that was one of the question marks. You know, how's Billy going to handle the playoffs? How's this going to be? And they obviously thought and believed in him, And but you never know, right? It's a different animal, as you mentioned, playing the playoffs. And for him to have the performance that he had, not just getting the shuttle, which was, you know, a cherry on top, but it's it's the fact that for me, he looked calm. He wasn't over over-challenging. He was controlling his rebounds. When there were scrums and chaos in front of him, he skated away from it. He seemed cool, calm, and collected, and composed. And that confidence that he showed in himself permeates throughout the entire lineup. guys noticed it on the bench. And right away, he sent a message to his team and also to the Wild that he's not going to buckle under the pressure, that he's going to enjoy this opportunity and take full advantage of it.
0: Jamal Mayer is with us on 101 ESPN. A couple more things, Jammer. Number one, as we know, the Blues in 2019, when they won the Cup, they came at the opposition in waves with four lines. Would you expect that, and Craig Berube said yesterday, he wasn't totally thrilled with the offensive possession time. Would you expect that this team will do the same thing at some point during the playoffs where they'll just come at the opposition in waves, line after line after line? I
1: don't. I think this team's built differently. I think as evidence of how they perform throughout the season, they are a three-line team. That's nothing against their fourth line. Um, They have, you know, how often do you have nine guys in the top nine all have over 20 goals? This team's built differently. And so what they need from the fourth line, in my humble opinion, is just not to get scored on, to create momentum, to start in the defensive zone and finish their shift in the offensive zone and be responsible and be physical. And so it's it's clear that they're a three line team. The the fourth line played less than ten minutes. I expect that to continue, and the same thing with the pairings on the on the back end. They're really four deep. They play they lean heavily on Letty. They lean heavy on on Parenko. Uh, they've got Falk that's playing over twenty, and 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 obviously those those four guys are playing the bulk of the minutes. And and you look at Vertuzo, who played well. And Nikola, they each played just over 10 minutes. So they, they clearly lean heavily on their top end. I think they're, it's okay for them to do that. A lot of times we kind of, we want everyone to model after the previous year and, and the formula that worked in 20, 2019. Isn't the formula I believe they're using now? And that's okay.
2: Jamal, how do you see this series shaking out? Who do you think uh, advances to the next round?
1: Well, I think the Blues clearly take this series. I think it was massive for them to win uh game one i don't think it will be a, a sweep but i do feel like uh the blues very well could win this this series in five games it could go six but definitely the blues
0: and finally jamal Mayers, uh, you have uh, started a program with the blues in partnership with kip schools the the north city blues and hockey is always trying to get more people under the umbrella can you tell us exactly what you're doing and how that's going
1: yeah, it's it's been going well under the the leadership, obviously, and guidance from Chris Zimmerman and 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 the ownership group and and Randy Gersh's group in the community. I think uh, what I love about this program is that they the Blues have been intentional about going out into the community, engaging with uh, you know KIPP schools and parents and and churches and things of that nature to get a sense for what they would like the program to look like. And I think honestly. For me, the the value in doing this program, it's a vehicle the hockey is the vehicle for getting these kids to see outside their four block radius and seeing that their world could be much bigger than they ever imagined. And if hockey could teach them something that, you know what, they're gonna fall, they're gonna have to get back up, they're gonna learn about themselves, they're gonna meet new people, they're gonna try new things and learn that they can actually do it is uh, a great metaphor for life lessons and, and it's been amazing to see the commitment not only from the kids but the parents to show up in, in ice storms when we we're outside <laughs> in forest park to uh to getting the opportunity to skate on uh in, in the ice downtown and, and and so at enterprise so uh, what an amazing program it's been it's just the beginning and and uh Seems to grow and it's you know they're talking to their friends and next thing you know there's another group of 30 40 kids that are learning how to skate so that will then transition to learn to play so it's been a lot of fun for me to be around these kids and, and uh, it's been very enjoyable so far
0: well we're thrilled that you are a part of this and doing what you're doing for the community and it is a, a wonderful endeavor jammer great to hear your voice thanks for taking some time with us and i hope and i'm going to put you on the spot here i hope we can do this again as the playoffs unfold That
1: sounds great. Great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me
0: on. Thank you, Jamal. Jamal Mayer is with us on 101 ESPN.
2: Great stuff, right? Absolutely. Great stuff from Jammer. So, And he expects the Blues to win, and so do we. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama.